Welcome to the Unintentional Porn Star. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I am your father. Rawr. I'm testing out this mic and I'm like, well, I already tested it out. So I'm just going to trust that it's working. My phone is being a fucked asshole, um, which is not a bad thing. <laughs> but I'm running out of space and I have been actively trying to create space and I usually just record on my phone. But, you know, I'm in a home setting. I'm also doing a video right now. Hi, I don't do videos very often with my own podcast episodes. So you can go to YouTube for that. Pepstar podcast for these YouTube clips. Um, well, I forgot to put my do not disturb on my computer. <sighs> How are you? I just wanted to check in. How are you? Truthfully. I'm giving you a moment to, to tap into yourself. So I've been doing a lot of tarot readings. Well, I do them pretty much daily-ish on TikTok and do sessions with people. But there has been a lot of conversation on kind of like, well, there's a lot. on like self-worth, like using your voice, trusting your voice, standing in your voice, conviction which is what we're talking about here today. And also like the reminder to step into your truth, like to validate yourself as you are right now for real so that you can step forward into living a life that's actually where you want to be going and where in quotations you're supposed to be going you're not supposed to be going anywhere but just giving the like feeling of you know moving forward with alignment i for the last week have been a little under the weather i got sick for like three or four days with like overheating nausea and then it started to go into my like sore throat glands and sore throat glands my glands and felt like I had a sore throat kind of a little bit stuffy still a little low energy and I'm just nurturing the shit out of it <sighs> I'm feeling like a lot of things. My head is spinning on a lot of matters and a lot has come up. So I am currently in Penticton. We have to sneeze. And um, what the heck? Like, was on a ranch, you know? Why am I here in Penticton? Well, Penticton has always been this place of healing for myself throughout the last five years. 
like really my life blew up in front of my face. And I've talked about the loss and how it continued throughout the last five years losses. And the like, another thing I want to cover is like the pressure that I felt from outside sources to like kind of have everything figured out. And like a lot of people say to me, like, or ask me when, when are you going to settle down? And first of all, like for me, the last person that asked me that I get asked that quite frequently from like quite a few people, certain people in my life. And that's so fair. And I see their point, but the last person that asked that to me, I finally had like the conviction and it wasn't like I was not heated. I was just like, well, what does that mean? You know, what does settling down mean? And my definition of settling down is probably different from yours. And I have been reflecting a lot on that. I'm like, gosh, I have to undo my bra. It's just too tight. Why am I wearing a bra? Um, But I reflect back on that and I'm like proud of myself. By the way, I still have low energy. I'm sitting here like slumping in my chair and I'm talking slow. I recognize that. This is where I'm at. (sighs) And I just... For a long time, over the last five years, I was like dodging, avoiding, and whoa, like, ouch, from questions like that or the like, not assumption, but the kind of like the viewpoint that I'm supposed to function properly, like, Obviously, Rebecca, like, figure your shit out. Obviously, like, it's so easy. You're supposed to do this. This is what normal people do. And I couldn't handle that. And I don't handle that. There's a difference for me between I couldn't handle that and I don't handle that. And I'll get into that. But I couldn't handle that before. And it would make me feel a lot of stress, panic, and I would remove myself and jump away from those voices, those situations, or those like, yeah, those like, I don't want to say judgments, but um, I'm kind of not finding the right word for it. And I've created this pattern or cycle. And by the way, like I didn't do this leaving Texas or the ranch. There was like other reasons and I'm just moving forward with myself and, you know, taking care of myself and moving with life. There is a bit of a nomadic quality within myself that is also celebratory and awesome. And I love it and I nurture it. And there was also a cycle of avoidance sort of, and I realized that that cycle of avoidance and like picking up and removing myself and even going like dating back to 10 years ago and and possibly for my whole life is when I felt overwhelmed or when things were really stressful or chaotic. Yeah, I'm thinking back to my childhood. I would 
go for sleepovers or I would remove myself from the situation. And in Toronto, I never felt like I had to move until I started to face my sex tape and talk about it. And and then as I watched like loss of community, loss of jobs, total confusion, panic, fear going through the legal system, like I was like, holy shit, this is way too much. I removed myself. And also at the same time on like a positive side, but also like kind of like confusing for me was dealing with my green card. Um, and going, moving to LA and then like, there have been things within the green card process with immigration where it's just like things are delayed or things are lost and things take time and they're super expensive. And it's kind of, that's also been an addition to, you know, the nomad lifestyle is just kind of being like, well, I, I don't know where to plant myself because like nothing is really there's no clarity within like my life right now and I'm in pain and I'm not strong enough in my conviction to be able to ultimately like stand up for myself. Um, and it's a long time. Like I am sitting here I'm like five years is a long time to not feel comfortable and to feel protective and to feel confusion. And I am so incredibly proud of myself for like also honoring that panic fear and the decision to remove myself from certain situations. Um, my level of safety was like, I had a very low barometer for safety because I was so fucking terrified and scared of life. <laughs> um, cause I just watched everything crumble from underneath me, everything that I built up was gone in what felt like a second, you know, right when I saw the tape drop into my email, that same feeling is like, I feel like the last five years are that same sort of like, <gasps> what fuck? Um, and knowing that in that moment and also in the last five years that my life is changing. Who I, speaking of conviction, which is what's like the theme of this, this episode is I'm like, so yeah, enamored <laughs> by the conviction I held when I first started speaking about this and, and, you know, first started sharing my story, even not really knowing why at the time, but I just knew I had to. And with all of the projects that I'm working on and with the life that I'm creating for myself and like ultimately standing in my truth, my shine, my amazingness is because of that decision and because of that conviction. And like, fuck, like that decision, which was choosing myself, and I've talked about this quite a bit, I'd say on my podcast, was the first time I ever like understood or started to understand 
that I matter, that my needs matter, and that just because there's a perception that I have to have my shit figured out, that obviously like my finances have to get better when I was fucked (laughs) and I'm good. I'm okay. I'm making my dough, you know, in my ways, I'm extremely resourceful and resilient. And it has been a very interesting and difficult process to a get myself to understand what society means to me and what living in life means to me and b then be able to provide for myself and create things that make sense for me like where i was i was in pain and i can still feel that pain a bit in my stomach um But now I have the power over that, if that makes sense. Like I have taken as much time as I fucking needed to honor that pain and not change it. I didn't change it. And maybe I even like tried or other people have tried out of love. And wanting me to be okay. But I couldn't. Like anytime I tried something over the last five years that couldn't fit or didn't fit or was too much for me, it, it, it dropped or I dropped it. Or it was just like not right, not the right people, not the right place, not the right like job, not the right project, not the right whoa, you know? And ultimately I was rediscovering or discovering. Like, who is this person? (laughs) I'm pointing at myself. Who is this person? What does she actually want? What the fuck does it matter what anyone thinks I should be doing? Understanding, too, whether, you know, someone's words and care was out of like love and desire for me to get better better, or wanted to like use my energy or make themselves better from my circumstances and the efforts and work that I was doing. Like I had a lot that I had to like use my discernment on and I did not know how to trust anyone. And there was a lot in my life that came forward to challenge that trust or to like test that trust within myself. And I would say over the last while, I can't put a number on it in this moment that I have really been like trusting my discernment. And I'm watching myself exercise discernment with who's around me, where I am, what I need to do for myself, where I'm actually at, what I actually need. And sort of bringing it back to Penticton, um, even though it's different from how I interacted with nature in Texas, which I actually like really, really deeply miss, But there is a level of like immediate connection with nature here 
there is a huge body of water, there's mountains, there's trails, like driving or walking, I am in nature. And I do miss on the ranch, though, you like walk outside your front door and there's nothing around you except nature. There's nothing around you except those cute fucking animals like wildlife and the animals on the ranch. Like that was so fucking special. And I miss that. And I'm still understanding what that means to me and and how I want to integrate that in my life. Like I wasn't going to stay in Texas my whole life. Like I just, I wasn't, and I knew that. So it was an experience where I was gathering insight for me to be able to take forward. But now that I'm like out of that and I miss it and I'm in a different type of scenario, I'm like, how does this get integrated? So I don't have those answers yet. However, what I am doing is validating that the aspects that I loved from, from ranch life and integrating what I missed when I was in Texas. I missed the cold, fresh mountain air. Um, I loved the summers there. Or no, hold on. <clears throat> I love the summers in the cold mountain air, that fresh air. The summers there were fucking so hot. Holy shit. And I was still outside because I was just like, I just am in love with Mother Earth. Like, what the fuck? Like, I love this. But like, so I liked the sun there and I liked a lot of things. But like, every time I'm away from the Rocky Mountains, I miss them. <laughs> and even being in Penticton, these are, you know, these are a part of the Rockies for sure. It's just a little bit more like hilly mountain I still miss the mountains. I miss the rivers. Mm. There's a part of me that resists and rejects where I came from because, which is Calgary, which is right by the mountains. First of all, I know I want a piece of land. Now I'm going to have to take some time to work up to buying land and either building a place or creating a place or something like that. I, I just don't know yet to be able to like take action or make a plan on it quite yet. I'm just like just figuring that out for myself. But I kind of love a lot of, I'm not going to say Calgary. I'm going to say like the Rockies because it's very specific to the mountains. It is not specific to the city because there's a lot about the city that is like frustrating for me and a little bit difficult. And yet the more I stand in my conviction, I can now think about existing long-term anywhere because I just don't care. And not in a way of like, I don't care about people caring about me and those that love me. No, 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 no. I, I love them and I want to hear them and we're going to work through these things together. But like, I'm just talking about like on a big general scale that as an example of Calgary is a bit more of like a conservative environment overall. Like I couldn't handle that just even a little while ago. Like I couldn't handle being my my wild, vibrant, artistic, entrepreneurial self in that setting because there was just a lot of like, not that. And and not to say that's not there, just FYI, there are, I'm like actually discovering a lot more communities. I'm talking to someone right now and they're like, their life is very different than what I experienced when I was in Calgary. So again, this isn't necessarily about Calgary, although there is a huge resistance and rejection from me because it kind of feels like failure to me to go back. Like, if I was to go back to Calgary, like 
I was there during COVID and I left and I was like, thank God I left there. Like, holy shit. Like this, a lot of weird ass shit was happening the last time I was in Calgary. And like, I don't know. I think there's like, there's a part of me that is watching myself again, kind of like run away and, and avoid pain just because I wasn't, I wasn't able to handle it. I was still experiencing a lot of pain myself and I was still experiencing a lot of confusion. And again, I'm proud of myself for saying it's time to go right now, get some space, regroup. Um, I went to LA after Calgary. I didn't go to Penticton, but I do keep coming back here out of choice of like, there's something here that just heals me. I am able to kind of come back from any adventure that I went on or any, yeah, any adventure, let's just call it that. Even if I'm running away, it's still an adventure. It's still fun. Um, you know, like coming back and and sort of assessing, okay, what did I like? What didn't I like? You know, I'm, I'm, I was thinking this morning about how my dreams and desires are changing. Like I'm working on like manifestation and I'm working on stepping into like whatever I ask for, I get. And so then I'm like, oh, so if I'm not receiving certain things, like maybe I don't have clarity around it, or maybe I'm not asking for something specific enough or the right, not the right thing, but like, yeah, maybe the thing that actually feels good to me. And I'm either pushing it away because it's not right, or I have like fear around actually receiving it or something. So I'm working on that. But I, I look back because I'm a big dreamer and I, I know exactly what my dreams were, are, question mark. Um, I know what they were. I'm going to say were for now. And I know that they still are my dreams, but I think that the like how and like what it looks like has totally shifted. And they say that about manifesting. They say like, be open to how the universe actually presents it to you or if you believe in God or spirits or whatever, right? Like be open to how it actually shows up for you. And... I see my dreams from before and what I stood very strongly in. And I see that they still resonate with me, but that like that feeling is still there, but the external circumstances are changing. And I think I'm having a little bit of trouble wrapping my own head around that change of what it looks like. I'm also having trouble wrapping my head around other people seeing this shift and trying to be like sort of getting like confused, but like, they're like, okay, you know, like my friends know me well enough to be like, okay, like something's up. Like she doesn't do anything that's not in her heart. She doesn't do anything that's not real. And I think there's just been a lot of confusion over the last while. And, and still, as I'm trying to rediscover, discover, I'm going to say discover, because it's not a rediscovery. It's a discovery of something new of like, what? it actually means to me to live a fulfilled, fun, meaningful life. Who's around me? Where am I? What does it look like? What do I do? And what I had in the past, it all still resonates. It's just like the way the amount of times I do it has changed. Like, let's take choreography as an example. It's still me. It's still my blood. It's still everything I do. I just finished choreographing a music video for someone in LA. Like, I love it. And I want more. And I see it in my life differently than I did five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago. And for me, I almost invalidate 
my level of love or question my level of love for choreography because it doesn't look the same. And it's like, well, obviously I don't love it enough if I'm not like going after it gung ho, then I don't like it enough or I don't love it. And I'm going, what the fuck is that? (laughs) What are you talking about? We are multifaceted human beings who go through different lifetimes within one lifetime here. And like, it's also okay if it changes, which is like truly hasn't like, it's so in my soul. And I don't want to, no, I don't want to say that I don't want to do it as often. I want to do it every day. I want to do it every day, all day, but I don't like need it to because there's other areas of my life that I love and that I can't wait to enhance. And I think as like artists and entrepreneurs, like you have to work so hard. Like you give up a lot to focus on your business or your dream or your art. You give up a lot. You gain a lot and you are focused and you move forward and it's awesome. And it really does pay off. It's like, if you don't give up, it's going to pay off, right? At some point it's going to. And yeah, like you give up a lot to focus on it. And I think that as I'm experiencing life and healing and like helping others and, and seeing life in such beautiful ways, I'm seeing like all these other avenues of life, like a balance wheel that add, that are my life, that add to me, that are, I kind of like have been neglecting in the past because I have been focusing on like one aspect of my life. And I'm so like proud of myself, but career in North America, I really hope this is recording by the way. Like I'm like, Oh my God. Anyways, oh, I'm using my mic for the first time in a while. Um, it's like not connecting and I'm just talking to thin air. La la la. It's been happening with my TikTok. So I wouldn't be surprised here if this was happening here. Um, but yeah, I'm like, I look at myself and I realize that I've been really focused on career. North America, we focus on career. We put a lot of value, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of value on, on career. I have a friend that just moved to Europe, not just moved to Europe a while ago. And like, I've been to Europe plenty, plenty, plenty of times, but I've never lived there. Like I've been there for months at a time, gone to different places, but it was more to soak up like the culture of where I was. It wasn't to like settle in and and discover what, how everyday living was. And it's like, career is like just a thing. It's a part of life. (laughs) And it's a part of life that adds to the complexity of what, who you are, of what your life is, you know, it's, it's about social, like legitimately it's like illegal to work on the weekends or to like contact someone on the weekends or something like that. And I'm like, wow. And that through my friend living there and hearing that a lot, cause we talk like a lot is, is I'm like, oh my gosh, like, have I been neglecting these other parts of myself to put on a show. Uh, yes. The answer is yes. And like, I also love putting on a show. <laughs> I was just out for a walk yesterday and I had my music in my ears and I had musicals on and I like stood on this rock right by the lake and it was windy and I was singing and I was picturing myself being in a musical. Like I love putting on a show. Pamela Anderson, we've got some work to do. Winky face. And like, 
I look up to her for like, she just did her musical like just recently, you know, if you watched her documentary, um, which I recommend watching that and not the other one because the other one was not consented. And I, when I watched it first, I didn't know. And I turned it off halfway and I was like, something feels wrong. And then I found out later that she was like, this is not, I did not say this was okay. And I was like, oh fuck. Like good thing I stopped watching that. What assholes. Anyways. Um, so my performance is never stopping. I love it. And like, I have such beautiful dreams with sharing my story through a dance show and I can't wait. And I'm 90% sure, 99% sure things can change that I'm going to do it in Toronto just because that's like a full circle thing for me. And I don't know when that's going to happen. Um, I'm in no rush, I'm like not a rush at all. I'm not going to happen when I'm fucking 50. I don't care. Um, or tomorrow. Um, but I think right now I'm standing in conviction or understanding how to stand in conviction for all the areas of my life and how it doesn't have to make sense to other people and how it's really, truly just like, I want it to just make sense to myself. And I want to choose those who also understand how to hold that. And like, I like, I've been through a lot. We've all, we all go through a lot. I I don't enjoy sitting in a victim state, but I'm going to try to just convey something like looking back on myself and, and please relate to this for yourself because everything I share is not for me. It's for you. It's for everyone. It's for whoever that resonates with If it, if it does, if it doesn't, that's fine. Just like, hear me out. Um, but like, okay, wait, one more thing. I talked to Marley Liss on my podcast a while back and holy shit, did I learn a lot about my life and what the fuck went on and how it's possible and how terrible the legal system can be, the um, judicial system can be, and that there's other options and that I didn't know and I was blown away and I was like, what the fuck? And it like, I think it took me a year to heal from that conversation, but not in a bad way, but in a way of like, integrating the the information that I found out from her into my life. And in the episode, um, I forget what it's called, but it's like, oh, I think it's about restorative justice with Marley Liss on my podcast. If you want to go back, beautiful conversation. Marley is amazing. Like truly, <laughs> like I'm just, just sent her a, a comment on her Instagram being like, like, fuck, like, thank you. <laughs> um. But I remember in our conversation, I might not remember exactly, but she went to go basically live somewhere. And I'm going to say it was more tied to nature for a long time. And I kind of remember hearing that being like, I envy that. And I did that for myself on the ranch. And I get it now. And I wish I did that sooner for myself because I needed to get the fuck away from people. And I needed to get towards nature and animals. I Trust animals 100%. They are so honest. They are so beautiful. They will attack you if they're not happy or scared or if they're hungry. And they will love the fuck out of you if they want to. Like, you can trust that they will give you real. Humans, a lot of humans don't do that. We don't do that. We don't feel safe to do that. We haven't been taught to do that. And we don't enter in as our true authentic self. And that scares the shit out of me, if I'm being honest. How the fuck am I supposed to trust if people aren't being honest with themselves? That's not trustworthy. 
Now, I do have people in my life that I trust every aspect of them. They are their full authentic self in every fucking second. And that is who I've been focusing on. And I am in a, it's a city, LOL, a town. Um, and I don't care to talk to people. I I feel disconnected from animals and it makes me sad. I like looked at this goose that I actually saw last time I was here that had a broken wing and now it has a best friend and it's, and it's, and it's healing, it's healed. And it's like, you can still see the, like the feathers a little bit. It's very distinct the way the feathers are. And I don't know, there was just something so like trusting because we fed the people fed the, the goose because we didn't want it to die. And now it has a best friend that's a goose and it used to have ducks as friends. And I used to talk about it. I mean, might, might even be on my podcast. But that animal, I don't know. It just like, they're, they're just so real. And I love that. And it's so special. And clearly I am still fucking trying to understand how the hell I'm going to reintegrate myself into like community, people. Like I have people in my life. I'm not like, you know, but I am isolating myself to a certain extent and I'm continuing to do that. And I'm trying to get out there and trust people. And I'm judging myself and realizing this is taking a long fucking time. What the fuck? Like, and then I'm going, dude, you had no tools given to you. Nothing. When this happened to you, this was not dealt with. You had to form this on your fucking own. You know, and there are other people now going through it. And thank God I'm helping people through this because like, what the fuck? Online, in-person violations suck. Online was not discovered yet in necessarily like how to deal with it. Got some fucking like pamphlets and, you know, and it was like, but wait, where's the support group for this? But wait the fuck this is not what i want holy shit so i basically have had to redefine that for myself and i'm offering this to fucking anyone who needs it thank gosh because i do get calls and i am so grateful that people feel safe to reach out and that i can be there in any fucking way through myself through the organizations that i've partnered with through my like work through whatever please reach out it's here now. The support is here now. The community is here now. Community. Whoa, that just hit me. What does that mean? You know, what does community mean? It's your safe space. It's your safe space to be yourself, to be as you are, and to go through whatever you need. It's your safe space to take 10 years to figure shit out. It's your safe space to figure it out overnight. It's here for you. I love building community. I have been, if you've watched me, I've been trying to figure out how to create these like proper communities online. And I've been trying a few different things. I've tried Facebook. It's still there. I just like, there's something missing. And then I did Instagram channel. It's still there. And it was still missing that interaction. And also like, I do a lot of my work for free because like, I can't. I can't with some people. I can't be like, thanks for talking. Send me $200. You're fucking broken on the floor. Like, I just can't. Whether that's me valuing myself or not, I don't know, whatever. I just can't. And so for me, I'm also trying to integrate more revenue into my life from this so I can continue to help people. And 
I make little bits here and there, you know, from sales of certain things. And it's like so exciting when it happens. I just, you know, I'd like something to be a little bit more concrete and substantial within the revenue streams and within how I can step in to help people and continue to. And so I created a Patreon and I was like, shit, that's like awesome. That let me feed me so I can feed you, you know, feed me so I can feed you. Like it's a give and a take. And there's a lot of talk from, I studied like Dr. Day Martini way back in the past and still follow Dr. Day Martini online and stuff like that. And it's just very much like, first of all, not even that. I also saw something about like an indigenous community and an elder who is the wealthiest among the people because they help so much. And then I'm like looking at this value of money and being like, no, I, you know, like it's not about deserve for me. I know I deserve money. It's just a matter of like being able to like receive it and, and like say like, I'm offering help, you know, let's do this in a reciprocated manner within the given ways that we can step up for each other. So on Patreon, it's $3 a month that I can deal with. If someone is in pain, I can deal with $3 a month. I cannot charge someone my typical hourly rate for someone who was broken that I just want to help. And it, let me differentiate quickly too. In that moment where you need to be held, I'm here. If you choose to step forward with like regular sessions with me, I have no problem charging because there is an active participation to want to heal and to grow and like using like techniques and worksheets and 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 courses that I have, right? Like that I have no problem charging. Um, when you want to step in to start thriving, I've I have those things, those are there. Step in and pay. That makes sense to me. When you're broken, please just come to me. I'm there for you. So I hope you can understand the conversation of where this is going. Um, and I am, I've been doing this all, like I've had help. I've hired help. I've had assistance. I've had specialists I've hired. And it just got to a point where there's so much information where I went, okay, whoa, I need to do this for myself because I was getting a lot of like information and I had to, I had to, again, go from a place of my truth and just because business says to do this and just because other people do this and it works does not mean that is my path. I study it. I take in what I want. I offer what I can. It's been a little bit of like a me trying to figure it out, but it's coming together. And I am, people are now also starting to pour in to want to help me for free. I'm helping people for free. People are coming back in being like, Hey, like I noticed that Maybe you need some help with your marketing. Like, yes, please, I do. Um, and anyway, so basically what I'm doing again here within not only my like social life, not only my artistic and business life, but like all these aspects of my life, I am stepping into my conviction, my conviction and standing within that conviction and saying, this is what I want. This is what I need. And in fact, my needs matter. And in fact, this is important. And in fact, this is the way that it's going to go. So that's okay. If it's not aligned, I am going this way. You can either help me or you can do your stuff. Like there's no wrong or right here. It's just, is it aligned? If it's not, that's okay. Go help someone else. Um, this is what I'm doing. And I might not have all the answers. I might not be perfect in what I'm doing. Um, and yet, Every time something clicks, I go, fuck yes. Like, yes, 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 yes. And I'm having more of those moments. I've been speaking about thriving. Those yes moments are those thriving moments. These things that I've been working so fucking hard on for so, 
so long. There's things I also haven't been mentioning because like, you know, it's mine and I, I want to honor it and, and I'm going to make it happen. And I can't wait to share it with you when it happens. Speaking of manifesting. And yet, like, I don't know. I just like, I kind of lost where I was going with that, but oh, the thriving and like the yeses, like I have been working so hard, especially since COVID too, like extra hard since COVID, since the whole world got fucking swooshed through complete different way of thinking, living everything. And it's still recovering. Right. And it's still kind of fucked inflation. All these things is like, oh, I don't know, just stepping into what's the fuck yes for me, redefining it, continuing to step in, like not giving up and um, honoring it so much that it's okay if it doesn't make sense to anyone else. And, and I just follow it anyways. And cause if I've tried other things and it doesn't work, it's not going to last. And in fact, it's probably just going to like take away from what I'm focusing on. That is also me having to learn how to value myself, find my worthiness within my own abilities and what I deserve and, you know, like honoring that. And it's this, the things that I want are authentic to me, the things that I crave in my life and and need in my life and and feel for my life and have in my life. And I want to expand upon are, are true. Like, so why do I invalidate myself to make others happy or to make it make sense or to show people that I'm settling down? I don't want to do that anymore. And I'm not. And that makes me smile. I'm smiling like that makes me feel good. Welcome to this world, Rebecca Reinhardt. Yeah. It feels good. Um, As I'm getting better at fucking pitching myself, but I really truly am deeply so honored and excited about the Unleash Your Authentic Pleasure workshop I'm doing with Aubrey Moore from Pleasure Roots. We are doing it February 9th, 10th, 11th. Um, if you go to our website, pleasureroots.com slash unleash your authentic pleasure, it's I'll go to, I'll put the link in 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 this um information box or whatever. Um this one is specifically for women. My work is not just for women. I have all types of people calling in for support. This is for women. Um, everything else I have is for everyone. And so if you are a woman and you want to understand how to connect to you, (laughs) you, your inner roar, I don't know why that came up, your juice, your magic, your essence, we are we are starting with things or we are working with things in the bedroom and what Aubrey and I have talked about a lot, both on our um, podcast episodes and work together and within our like private work sessions is just the way that that is one way learning about your needs in the bedroom for you to understand how to also mirror that with the rest of your life. I'm worth that raise. I need this. And at the same time, as a lot of my listeners, and I don't want to call them clients, they're not clients, fuck that, I don't know what the word is, but my community members, 
because I learn from them, they learn from me. We are dealing with healing from sexual trauma. We are dealing with healing from deep violations. How the fuck do you do that? So within this retreat, we are going there first. How do you do that? How do you honor your pain? How do you validate your pain? How do you, how the fuck do you deal with this pain? What the fuck do you do with this? Took me years to understand how. And I want to share it in this fucking workshop from February 9th, 10th, 11th. The 9th is more focused on the healing. The 10th is more about like integrating that healing and that enjoyment of life. Mm, I'm not going to use enjoyment right now. It is, but like, bear with, I'm going to try and describe this in a way that makes sense. Ninth is about healing. 10th is about integrating that healing into your body. And the 11th is a little bit more about like expressing that and unleashing that and receiving back what you want. And so we tie in the bedroom with life. We tie in healing sexually from sexual trauma into this workshop, which I've seen there's a lack of legitimately anyone who's helping other people with any sort of like, like healing from rape or, or violation or anything, right? Anything sexually traumatically related, like there still is a lot of filling in that needs to happen in terms of how the fuck do you heal from that sexually? How do you reclaim your sexuality from shit like this? What the fuck does that mean? How does that look? And that is what I have been working on for myself, what Aubrey and I have been teaming up with. I have other organizations I'm working with. All of this insight is being freaking blasted in a beautiful way, in a very organized and calming and fun, playful way into this retreat. February 9th, 10th, 11th, 2024. Go to the link that's here, um, or you can go to um, rebeccashealinghub.com. If that's really easy, you'll see it there unleash your authentic pleasure. Like, please sign up. There are super awesome deals um, depending on when you're listening to this. Um, I'm like, how do I share that? Follow me on Instagram and you'll see the deals. It's at Rebecca Reinhardt on Instagram. Um, but like, come <laughs> and come. <laughs> Get it? Yeah. Um, we go there. Not like we're not going to have orgasms on the thing. We're not touching ourselves. We're not taking off our clothes. We're just talking and like expressing and communicating and all of that. It's a very safe space. It's like fully clothed. We are not doing anything in that. You can go to Aubrey for that. There's a lot of work around that, which is beautiful. It's just not in this workshop is all in, in this retreat. So um, we are in a more healing and expressive and explorative state in terms of like using our voice and things like that and understanding what our needs are. So Anyways, I hope this helps. I hope I drop the right fucking information. That's something I'm working on for myself in terms of, you know, sales and marketing. Um, and, but I honor this retreat. I honor my work with Aubrey. I honor Aubrey. I, Aubrey, I honor her work. I honor my work. And we also have such incredible guests coming in. Like, what the fuck? Like, how is this magic happening? Fuck. And we're going to be releasing information on our guests soon. They're all confirmed. We're just having meetings with them and figuring out a few little details before we release who they are. Can't wait. Can't wait. Also, if someone's listening and they have a company, because I do have connections within like other businesses, 
but I am, we, Aubrey, Aubrey and I are starting to work on the partnerships that could help enhance other businesses. And so if you're listening and you're a business owner and you think like, no, this is a line, just reach out to us. Cause we are doing our research and actively reaching out to people and companies because we want to offer really great things. And I, I love certain companies and I know that they would love this. And so we're building that up right now. That's like what we're working on right now. So if you have a business and you know, it's aligned, like just reach out and like, we most likely would love to work with you. We'll just have to make sure it's like aligned and it's a match and we can figure out. Yeah. Something amazing. Um, welcome to the back end. Like, I don't think a lot of people share the back end of like what it's like to run a fucking business or a podcast or a retreat. I have no shame in like sharing what the in quotations tactics and techniques are to sell like, but I'm not here to sell for you. I'm just here to like help you. And I do need to learn how to communicate it betterly, betterly. See? Yeah. Great. Better. (laughs) Betterly too. Betterly is cute. That sounds like a cute word. Buttery. Buttery. Betterly. Um, all right. Well, I'm starting to look at those mountains outside. I'm starting to look at my phone that I have to clear more space. And it told me just now I can see that my TikTok did not upload because I'm having a lot of issues there. I'm starting to get a bit overheated. I think I'm tired. Fuck, I'm still a little sick. Um, so I'm going to take care of myself. Um, and I'm just passing on the energy of taking care of yourself and like really listening to your body, listening to your needs, surrounding yourself around people, places, and things that can, that honor everything that you're experiencing, honor all that you are and are there to hold you as you are to uplift you within your needs, within your, yeah, what you need in your life. So I love you so much. And, um, I really hope this worked. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Technology. I wonder what's going on. I'm having a lot of issues with technology. Maybe I'm supposed to just get outside. I don't know. I love my work. I love my work. Okay. (laughs) Ciao, ciao. Hey, thanks for listening. Please visit my website, www.rebeccareinhardt.com. You can find all the information of what I am working on. You can sign up for emails so you can get some cheeky emails from me and updates. And um, yeah, thanks for listening. I can't wait to connect with you. Find me on Instagram. Find me on TikTok. Find me on YouTube. Find me everywhere. You know, let's make it a game. Just kidding. RebeccaReinhardt.com. Okay, bye.